You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so, man, we got a lot to cover today. We have, uh, there's a mass shooting in Dallas, I'm sorry, in Texas. Uh, there's a, a shooting that happened in Sacramento, California. Uh, we have some breaking news coming out of Austin, Texas. Mayor Adler. That's right. Mayor Adler has tested positive for COVID-19. Man, coming out of Austin, Texas. Uh, what if he got that from Cabo? Did he go on vacation? <laughs> it was a lapse in judgment. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Should wear a mask. <laughs> Social distancing. Two masks. That's right. What, is, what does it say on his Twitter page? This is a little thing he tweets all the time. He Wear a mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> Was he wearing a mask? Have he, he, he changed it to pray for Ukraine yet, maybe? No, no. I think he's I think he's stuck on wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. He says, uh, no, he says get vaccinated. That's get what he vaccinated, says. Get yeah. vaccinated. Uh, so uh, uh, apparently, uh, according to a tweet um, from Mayor Adler, a tweet from Mayor Adler says, I just tested positive for COVID after learning of an exposure. And thanks to the vaccine slash booster, I have very mild, if any, symptoms. Diane is still negative. I'll work in isolated home until negative and okayed by the doctors. So that's from Mayor Adler. The mayor of Austin, Texas, has tested positive for COVID. And so, uh, you know, I think everyone's wishing him, you know, wishing him well. Hope he doesn't have uh, any heavy symptoms or anything like that. So uh, we'll see as this progresses along. Also, coming out of Sacramento, California. Man, six killed, 10 injured. After a mass shooting downtown in Sacramento and like clockwork, Gavin Newsom is blaming guns. That's right. He's blaming guns out of California. Zach, you know, gun, California has the, the strictest gun laws that we have here in the country, in the entire country, uh, where, you know, you can't have this, you can't have that. If you want to need, if you need a gun, it has to be on the list. It's, it, they make it very difficult in California. Wait, you mean that with all the gun control laws they have there, there was a shooting? You know, yeah, you know what? One more time for the people in the back of the room. 
All you people that back there in the back, I want to make sure you can hear this. Gun laws do not stop mass shootings, period. But, Mike, they made a law. They passed a law. How did this person break that law? Just in case you didn't know, if you're in the back of the room, you're all the way back there in the back of the bus, all the way in the back of the bus there. I want to make sure everyone can hear me. Gun laws do not stop mass shootings. But they made a law, Mike. Face pony soldier. <laughs> Period. That's it. Who does it stop? Well, I don't know. People that follow laws. You can't right? stop cray cray. Uh-huh. Can't stop cray cray. In other news, two teenagers are dead after a freak accident uh, or negligent, oh. just negligence. You That's know? a rough one. One of them wasn't even a teenager yet. The one that, uh, uh, that was, shot was responsible. No, she oh, the was one 12. She was 12 years old. Was not, e- not even a teenager. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While playing with a gun on Instagram Live, on Instagram Live, the world's dumbest criminal, also a teenager, has been arrested after posing with guns and drugs on Instagram. California's uh, SB 906 did not pass, meaning parents will not be required to disclose their gun ownership status to their children, to the children's school. And, of course, we can't forget the infamous Oscar slap. That's right. Was it stage? Is this a distraction from something bigger? Does the stand-your-ground law apply? And, man, this is sad for Chris Rock. It's sad for, what's the guy's name? Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> sad for Jada. It's sad for Jada. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, man, I tell you. I, honestly, I don't think it was stage. I think, you know, I think uh, Will Smith, you know, he he heard the joke. He laughed at the joke <laughs> like everyone else in the crowd. Ha-ki-ki-ki-ki. Looked over at his wife. She gave him that death stare. All like, right, Mike, tell me this. All right. Did you know that last year's Oscars had the worst ratings ever for Oscars? Mm, so they needed something to happen. Huh? So they knew they needed something. And tell me this. Do you even know what movie Will Smith was nominated for Best Actor in? Can you name the movie? It's the one about uh, Venus Serena and uh, Venus. Can you name the, Serena's, the movie? I, don't, I can't name you the movie, can't even but I, I can't tell you the name of the movie, but I know it was about because I saw it. It's a, it's Will about- Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know the name of the movie before this incident. Didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. Yeah. But I've seen it. I I, I, I saw it. You, saw, you I, saw it before? I saw it before. Or after the slap? <laughs> no, I, I actually saw it before the slap. But uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I I can't re- recall the name of the movie at all. But I know it was all about the the uh, Williams sisters and the father because I I don't I, can, I don't know his name, Mister Williams, and and their family, their story, and all that kind of stuff. He won an Oscar for that. Finally, I didn't even know that he was in a movie. Oh, <laughs> well now you know. Maybe I'm just out of touch. But uh, does anybody agree with me here? And he he hey, he accepted yeah. his Oscar. He won his Oscar. So we're going to talk about all that today. So six people killed, uh, 10 injured in a mass shooting in downtown Sacramento. Uh, there's a shooting that took place in Dallas. Did you hear about that, Zach? I heard about it about an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, it's going to break the news out of Dallas uh, there. So we had 11 people were shot in Dallas, one fatally at a concert in Dallas. And so it le- at least 12 people were shot, one fatally. When a gun erupted at a concert in Dallas early Sunday, this happened today. Three of the victims are juveniles, according to the Dallas Police Department. The episode occurred several hours before another mass shooting broke out in downtown Sacramento. 
which six people were killed and at least 10 others were injured. Uh, police, uh, Dallas police said investigators are working to identify the suspects or suspects in the concert shooting, but no one had been taken into custody as of Sunday afternoon. So we're watching this story, see how it progresses there. Preliminary investigation determined that at the event, one individual fired a gun into the air. Then another unknown individual fired a gun in the crowd's direction. And the Dallas Police Department said, you know, laid this out here in a statement. So the person killed was identified by police as a 26-year-old Keelan Dijon Gilmore. And police said Gilmore was found lying near the stage with a gunshot wound to the head and was pronounced dead at the scene. And so, you know, it doesn't matter if it, whether it's Texas, doesn't matter if it's California, doesn't matter if your gun laws are the strictest in the nation in California, or you have, you know, liberal gun laws, so to speak, in Texas. Uh, a mass shooting will happen no matter where you are. Are you prepared? Do you go to those places where those type of people hang out? You know, or do you go to those places where someone is targeting someone else and you happen to be there in their way where they're trying to shoot someone else? doesn't matter where you are. You have to be prepared. You have to be aware of your surroundings. You need to know your surroundings and what's going on around you and know your way out. Have that way out. We come back from the break. going to talk about uh, Sacramento. We're going to talk about Dallas. going to talk about a lot of things. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Peace. This is Maj Toure. You're listening to Come and Talk It Radio with Michael Cargill. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right. 
So we're back and we're talking about California. Let's go to California where you had a, a mass shooting that took place in California. California is one of the states that has the strictest, the strictest gun laws in the entire country. Uh, they ban a lot of different firearms. You, they actually put a list of firearms together that you can actually own in the state of California. They put heavy restrictions on rifles, uh, uh, AR-15s, AK-47s, where you, you they have to do a lot of modifications to them in order to own them. So let's go to California. We have the strictest gun laws. Take a look at what happened here. Those people that are listening on the radio, driving on the inter on interstate there in, in town. Uh, heavy fighting going on in the Sacramento, California. Guys grabbed by the throat. Uh, and a lot of pushing, shoving, punching, hitting, and then all of a sudden shots are being fired where six people, six people were killed, 10 were injured in a shooting that took place in downtown Sacramento um, after a night of people partying, typically on the Saturday night, early Sunday morning. And here's the press conference from the police chief of Sacramento. Take a listen to this. We now have confirmed that uh, we had six people killed in the area of 10th and K. An additional uh, 10 people uh, were transported or self-transported to area hospitals. So we are asking for the public's help in helping us to identify uh, the suspects in this and provide any information that you can to help us solve this. Right now, our investigators are arriving on scene. And like I said, this is very, very preliminary. So we do not have, um, you know, a lot of details to share. But again. And so uh, Governor Gavin Newsom called for an end of the scourge of gun violence after a mass shooting took place there. Uh, he says, and here's the statement from Governor Newsom. Sadly, we once again mourn the lives lost and for those injured in yet another horrendous act of gun violence. Newsom said in a statement Sunday, Jennifer and I send our heartfelt condolences to the family, friends, and to the wider community impacted by this terrible tragedy. Uh, what we do know at this point is that, the, that another mass casualty shooting has occurred, leaving families with lost loved ones, multiple individuals injured, and a community in grief. The scourge of gun violence continues to be a crisis in our country, and we must resolve to bring an end to this carnage is according to what he said in his statement. And so our message to Governor Gavin Newsom is, may you might want to start prosecuting some of these thugs and some of these criminals. The problem is, Gavin Newsom, this is my statement to you. Governor Gavin Newsom, I suggest you send a message to your district attorneys uh, in that area and inform them that you need to start prosecuting these some, some of these criminals and start having some of these lax, uh, you know, not having your, your grand juries not bring them up for consideration for a prosecution or charges. So we might want to start, you know, thinking about that just a little bit. Let's start prosecuting some of these these thugs and some of these criminals in that way because it's the same people that are involved in other incidences that are getting, you know, getting involved in these shootings here, and you didn't prosecute them for the previous shooting, so they're doing another shooting. They're graduating. So instead of letting these thugs graduate to the next phase, how about you stop them in their tracks, and they won't have this repeat, you know, Signs of, uh, you know, violence and, you know, innocent people getting shot while they're trying to enjoy themselves. That's my message to the governor there. Also, California. Uh, so 
Oh, man, I tell you. I don't know what it is about California. California won't require parents with guns to tell schools. Guess what? So check this out. Let's go back to let's stay in Sacramento here. Sacramento, California. Even in California, home to some of the nation's strictest firearms laws, a bill requiring parents to tell school officials if they keep guns in the house went too far to move ahead in the legislature. So it this this bill here failed on Wednesday, and it's the first committee vote after facing opposition from the American Civil Liberties Union and the National Rifle Association. So basically two groups rarely on the same page here, which is actually pretty funny as well as two organizations organizations representing a rank-and-file law enforcement officers. Uh, it pretty much died even after Democratic Senator Anthony Portonino promised to drastically aim this bill if it survived the committee vote. He and his supporters said it could help prevent mass shootings and other firearms tragedies, but only two of seven members of the panel voted for it. And this comes on the heel of another mass shooting in California. So those go go so far beyond, according to what you know the senator says. He, he says, hey, those go so far, far beyond my core beliefs in civil liberties that I just can't associate an I vote, said Senator uh, Dave Cortez, a fellow Democrat who has pushed for many criminal justice reforms. Uh, so the Senate Education Committee's Democratic chairwoman, Connie Levi, also opposed the measure. And she says, I believe a better approach is by addressing student mental health, according to what Levi, Levi says. Uh, this is an important issue, a critical important issue, but this bill is not the answer. So among its many restrictions, California limits the size of ammunition magazines to 10 bullets. Outlaws firearms that fall into its definition of assault weapons. It imposes strict purchasing and waiting period requirements and requires background checks for people buying ammunition. <laughs> uh, there are about a dozen gun laws pending in the legislature this year, according to the gun owners of California. Most notable, a measure that would let private citizens sue gun makers to stop them from selling so-called assault weapons. A related bill also attempts to make it easier for people to sue gun companies for liability in shooting that cause injuries or death. Now, another measure would require firearm dealers to have a digital video surveillance system on their business premises, while several bills would bar gun sales on government property. Hmm. Man, I tell you. Ah, California. California. I don't even know what to say about California. Uh, a, a lot a lot going on there. What do you think? A lot of people leaving there. Yeah, a lot of people leaving. And, and coming, coming to, here. Coming to Texas. Uh -huh. I just hope they bring their guns with them, but they don't bring those ideas to Texas. Come on to Texas. Bring all your guns with you. Just leave those California ideas in California. Yeah, they got some weird guns over there, though, that, uh, you know, they have regulated so hard like uh the bullet button yeah. that you oh. have to have on there yeah I, I don't even try to comprehend their craziness you can't have a pistol grip on your rifle you can't have a magazine that has more than 10 round capacity i, I think the next thing they should do is just have parents report swimming pools in their own backyards <laughs> you know have prescription drugs and you know report having prescription drugs in your own medicine cabinet just telling yourself yeah, there's certain things people need to do, like, uh, you know, 
Don't let your kids get a hold of your guns. <laughs> yeah, keep guns away from kids. That's right. You know, that's that's the thing that you should do. Mm-hmm. Right. Lock your guns up. You know, make sure your your kids don't have access to your firearms or under in or, you know, other individuals, unauthorized individuals have access to your firearms. Mm-hmm. You know, either keep it on you or lock them. You can't hide guns from kids or crazy folks. You have to lock guns from kids or crazy folks. Yep. That's the only way to keep them from kids and crazy folks. Lock them. And it's funny because even in Austin, Texas, you know, we have the, you know, the majority of our shootings that we have in Austin are from people that are from Colleen and other places, not really from Austin. They're just coming in to party for the weekend. Or coming something. in to party and committing like heinous crimes here in mm-hmm. Austin, Texas from other places. Because they know that uh, we've been defunded around here. They know the DA is not going to prosecute. DA won't prosecute. <laughs> DA is not going to prosecute you. Man, I could pop a cap. Now I'm not to worry about the DA even coming at me and arrest and having the police arrest me. Mm. I tell you, crazy, insane. But that's where we are today. That's where we are. All right. So I also want to talk about man. We got a. I want to talk about the Alex Jones. Talk about Alex Jones and the hefty fines for skipping Sandy Hook deposition. Talk about that. Uh, a Texas teen was uh, who posed with drugs, money, and guns and posted pics on Instagram. What in the world's with these idiots on Instagram? Now, why would you post guns and drugs on Instagram and think that that's okay? Can you just for like two seconds pretend that that crap is illegal? Just for two seconds. Don't advertise it on your own social media. Duh. <laughs> like pretend for two seconds what you're doing is illegal. You know, I, they just have no. Uh, I guess because they're, they say, "Hey, I live in a very liberal city. I don't have to worry about the DA. The district attorney is not going to prosecute me, so I'm good to go. I can Are do whatever." Are you stupid or something? <laughs> very stupid. And also, want to talk about Texas teen who posed? You know, I'm sorry, uh, Fort Campbell. Fort Campbell uh, soldier charged with guns traced to Chicago shooting. Hmm, that's a big story. That's going to be bad. Guns are illegal in Chicago, too. Yeah. yeah. And then I also want to talk about a little later in the hour there, Will Smith, does it? Does the stand-your-ground law apply in the Will Smith case? I want to talk about that. But you know what? Two teenagers are dead after a freak accident while playing with a gun on Instagram oh, Live. That's so sad. It's sad. There's a video of it. It was on Instagram Live. So there was a video of it. Happening. If you haven't seen this video, run to your, grab your phone, pull up your Facebook page, pull up, uh, go to Come and Talk It on Facebook, uh, go to Come and Talk It on uh, YouTube. Because when we come back from the break, we're gonna play this video for you. It's only gonna be on YouTube. It's only gonna be on uh, the link on Facebook. The actual video is not gonna be there, but the link to it is gonna be there. Take a look at this. You know what happens when you allow your kids, children access to firearms this is michael cargill and you are listening to come and talking hi this is stephen williford the barefoot defender i get my global gun news from michael cargill at come and talk Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back. And so two teenagers are dead after a freak accident while playing with a gun on Instagram Live. So the world's dumbest criminals. Also, a we're going to talk about a teenager who has been arrested after posing with guns and drugs on Instagram. We're going to talk about that. And also, we still have to talk about the California SB 906, the fact that it did not pass, meaning parents will not require are not required to disclose their gun ownership status to their children's schools. We'll talk a little bit more about that, a little bit more. And of course, the infamous Oscar slap. Was it staged? Mm, they're think? both actors. They're actors? Yeah. And you're saying the ratings were, were pretty low last year? They were year? dismal last year. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, maybe he deserved it. Yeah, so is this going to open up the gate for, um, for people just to walk? Getting, uh, yeah, slapped on stage? Just, yeah, walk on stage and slap a comedian? Yeah, it's people just getting offended and then thinking that they can do physical violence. Just make it cool. They're going to have to punish him. They got to punish him. They're going to have to, they're going to speak, there needs to be some consequences. Because if there are no consequences, I think you're going to see a rash of people walking on stage and just slapping a comedian. So he has resigned take the law from your own the academy. Ends. You take him to court. Yeah. He's resigned from the academy. Will Smith has. And that's not consequences. So he resigned from somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's not a punishment. Yeah. I resigned from my position that I wasn't even getting paid for, and I'm already rich. Mm-hmm. Meaning what? Nothing. No consequences. That's not a consequence. They can just go slap somebody because he's offended. I think the next, the next, I'm going to go to a comedy show and slap the comedian. I think next month I'm going to walk up and slap a comedian. If they say a joke that you don't appreciate, they say something about Central Texas Gunworks, I'm going to just slap them. Ooh. <laughs> 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 what are you going to do? What are they going to do? Yeah. 
There's no consequences. But what about the stand your ground law? Hey, then we I guess we'll duke it out. What would uh what would the stand your ground law say if someone comes up and hits you in the face? Mm. You can stand your ground. You have no duty to retreat. He was trying to kill me. I had to stop him. <laughs> I, you know, the funny thing about this is that the way that uh, Chris Rock just stood there, you know, mm-hmm. you know, was it, you know, it kind, it almost looked fake, you know, because what? That's, yeah, he literally sucked the manhood out of him, you know, by just standing mm-hmm. there and taking that slap and did nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, man, didn't defend himself. He just stood there and said, "What did he say?" And Will Smith just turns around and walks away after that. He casually walked up. He didn't yeah. even walk fast. He just casually walks up. Do 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 do, and slaps him, and then turns around and walks back. Yeah, if he slapped me, he better hope he would have been walking backwards. <laughs> <laughs> he need to be uh-huh. defending himself, right? Uh-huh. Like, oh, security! <laughs> He'd have been calling for security. Uh-huh. All right, all right, <laughs> man. Let's go to. Uh, these teens, uh, where, what what oh, city was this? That was uh, wasn't it St. Louis? Or was something? it St. Louis? Yeah, I think so. usually that's where all the. Uh, if it's not Chicago, then it's St. Louis where the dumb people are located. Yeah, and that's sad. People that one don't... of them wasn't even a teen yet. One yeah. of them was twelve. The girl, twelve years old. This is what happens yeah, when it's oh. called bad parenting. Uh-huh. Yeah, your kids are dead because you have your bad parents. You're terrible parents. Yeah. And... Don't call me. I don't no phone <laughs> calls. I don't want to hear it. You're terrible parents, and that's why these kids are dead. We're going to play that video? Because you're talking uh... kids that are constantly posting pictures of themselves of guns guns and drugs on Instagram, on social media, and you as a parent did nothing. That makes you the definition in Webster of a bad parent. So don't call me and tell me that, you know, I'm being mean or cruel because you're a terrible parent. Take a look at this video right here. All right. And just for those people that are listening, you know, on the radio, uh, so you have uh, two teenagers, one female, one male in the bathroom. The female is holding a gun with her finger on the trigger. For those people that say that this was a suicide, it was not. She had her finger on the trigger. And she points the gun at her, you know, this young man's back of his head. She pulls the trigger, is in shock the fact that the gun discharges. The gun falls to the ground. She falls to the ground. And then she picks up the gun because she had her finger on the trigger again with the gun pointed at her. She ends up squeezing and fires a shot and ends up killing herself as well. And they're both gone. And they're both gone. And then the fact that they fell in the bathroom against the door the way they fell, they couldn't open the door to get into the restroom to start first aid. Sad situation. Because your kids were playing with firearms. And one was not even a teenager. You reap what you sow. Yeah, and that looked like a Glock with a 50-round drum, drum magazine, magazine on it. Absolutely. And that's, uh, that's a serious setup. Yeah, no f- finger on the trigger. Finger on the trigger. Negligent. Not accident. This is negligent. You shouldn't have, ha- you shouldn't have allowed your kids to have access to firearms. You know, as parents, terrible parents, terrible. You mentioned earlier that that Instagram account that uh, let off the live stream. They had multiple allegedly... pictures. Had multiple pictures of these individuals with, with guns and drugs on Instagram. Rotten parents. Rotten to the core. And then they took the page down. 
So, you know, hey, it is what it is. Don't call me. I don't want no phone calls, no messages, no emails, you know, because you're just rotten parents. And that's what this is all about, parenting, terrible parenting. You know, when you, and same thing in Austin. You know, when you have teenagers drive to Austin, Texas and commit mass shootings in Austin, Texas. Same thing, parenting, bad parenting. That's what it's all about. How do you not know as a parent, as a mother and a father, you not know that your kid is not home at 2 o'clock in the morning? How do you not know this? Because you're a terrible parent. That's why. That's probably why I'm, 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 I'm not anti-abortion. No? <laughs> no, not at all. Like, abort them. <laughs> abort them all. If you can't handle them, abort them. Save us all some trouble. Don't call me. No emails. No messages. Just flush them down the toilet. Save us all some trouble. All right, moving on. Let's see. Uh, what do we got? What else we got to talk about? We gotta go to uh oh the Instagram. You know, there's there's another idiot. Um, was this out of Houston? Yeah, I think this was out of Houston. Another idiot decided that he was gonna post online, you know, pictures of himself on, on you know, with drugs and guns and th- and thought it was okay. So here we are in Houston, Texas. Was it Houston? It says Bear County. But uh, posted uh, photos posted on Instagram led police to two teenagers who had guns, and a high-powered pistol, whatever that. I don't know what a high-powered pistol is. Yeah, it says, it says uh, yeah, it's a Houston story, but I think it's out of San Antonio, out of Bear County. Uh, so and they, they say a, high, a high-powered pistol. Not sure what that means. Uh, cocaine, hash oil, marijuana. And thousands in cash, according to the Bear County Sheriff's Department. So the sheriff's office said in a Facebook post that they were tipped off on Tuesday that David Anakin Guerrera, 17, was posting on social media to be in possession of THC cartridges, weapons, and cash. According to the Bear County Sheriff's Office, the covert Intel Street Crimes Unit began their investigation regarding the activity that was reportedly reportedly posted to Instagram. Didn't have to do any covert work because this idiot was doing on Instagram for the world to see. His account was available for anyone to log on, have an Instagram account, and see his pictures of his drugs and his guns. Why would you do that? Because he's an idiot. So both David and a passenger... Ezra, 21, were detained following the execution of a search warrant of their residence. And during the execution of the search warrant for their residence in the 8900 block of Raywood, deputies said they discovered two handguns, a so-called high-powered pistol. All right, I think they're talking about an AR pistol. So we're talking yeah. AR or AK pistol. AR pistol. So they call like that high-powered. in the picture. He's got a Glock with a uh, rail light. And uh, almost looks like mag looks like it almost looks like an SBR to me. Mm, maybe I can't see the stock there. Yeah, I can't see. All right, but we'll, we'll look at that. And so during the execution of the warrant, uh, their residence, 8900 block of Raywood deputies say they discovered two handguns, a high, pro- a high powered pistol. And this is going to be the southwest side of San Antonio, south side, cocaine, hash oil. Marijuana and fifteen thousand dollars in cash. What's up with all these things happening on the South Side? South like side. in uh, Dallas, that shooting was at a rap concert and Southeast Oak Cliff. South Side. 
Yeah, and that's not an area you want to be hanging out in. You don't like Oak Cliff? I like. You're familiar Cliff. with Oak Cliff? I'm familiar with Oak Cliff. I actually uh, did a little project with the Dallas Fire Department where we went and installed smoke detectors in homes in Oak Cliff. And what happened? The Oak Cliff Fair Park area. Nice. So yeah, I went around with a fire truck and the fire department, and basically uh, replaced smoke detectors. <laughs> Because people had these smoke detectors in their homes that were just ancient, not working. They had taken the batteries out, and there were a bunch of people that died in a house fire. So I had the opportunity to go inside these homes in this area. Let's just say one of these homes, uh, I fell through the floor when I was walking because the subfloor was just rotted out. Oh, no. And then uh, another home, I went to take the, the smoke detector, like twist it and open it up. And this giant spider just rushed out of it. This huge spider. Probably a brown recluse. <laughs> <laughs> it was way too big to be one of those. Was it really? It was oh, a spider that no. had a home in there. He's like, look, dude. Hey, you're in my house. What's up? Yeah, some other people were like, no, you can't come in. Uh-uh. They wouldn't even open the door. <laughs> they wouldn't open the door. Yeah. Sir, we're here to save you. We want to put a smoke detector <laughs> so you don't burn down in your sleep. <laughs> They're like, no, you can't come in. Yeah, I so, know my rights. Yeah, that's no, a rough no, no. area. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god. I know my rights. All these events happened in these rough areas. Yeah, that's the hood. I like the hood. The south side, baby. They all have one thing in common. They're on the south side. Uh, what else? Oh I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> no, what? you have to say. No, sir. I'm about to say nothing. You yeah, tell you me. Have to say. No, sir. There's one link. What's the link? Between all these stories we're talking about today. Zach, what's the link of all the stories we're talking <laughs> no. about today? You have to Bring it up. Excuse me, sir. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> Why well, I got to say? Why well, I got to be the one? Why well, I have to be the one to receive hate mail all the time? They always you still have to... get that? Yes. Why do they have to see me hate mail and emails and, and messages and phone calls and stuff like that? Why Why do I have to get the hate stuff? You know what they say? You take the most flack when you're right above the target. Well, what he's saying is they were all black. <laughs> there you go. Now I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it. <laughs> The truth hurts, and I don't hear nothing when I get to the house. When I get home, my sister, I don't hear uh, my other Shut half. Mouth. I don't hear anything when I get to the house. No hate. Don't don't throw a pillow at me on my side of the bed. <laughs> it is what it is. You do some urban firearm education classes. That's right. We come back from the break. We got more stuff. We got more stories to talk to you about. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Foley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cardell. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. Yeah, so all those stories there. All black folks involved. All black folks, not even behave yourselves. I'm just saying. That's right, I said it. Don't call me. Don't send no messages. Just need to behave yourselves. They're not playing out here. Gonna prosecute you, gonna put you underneath the jail. Because you're not in Lubbock, Texas. You're not from Lubbock. You got to be from Lubbock to what get away. What the hell have we gotten into here? You need to be from Lubbock to get away with the crime, people. Don't you know this? Yeah, just have a judge for an ex-wife. I tell you what. You know what, Zach? I'm going to go home tonight. I'm bleaching my skin. <laughs> I'm going to marry me a judge. And that way I can get away with crimes. You get away with murder. I get away with murder. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's right. So Kyle Carruth out of Lubbock, Texas. I don't know if you guys remember this story. So Kyle Carruth out of Lubbock, Texas, she had a a guy goes to the the business of Kyle Carruth in Lubbock, Texas, get into an argument with his ex-wife about his kid he's there to pick up. So he's trying to pick up his child. And he's supposed, he said he's supposed to pick up his kid at 315. I'm supposed to be here at 315 to get my kid. I, I'm and where is he? I, I'm, I got the police heading over to your, your mama's house. I'm supposed to be here at 315 to pick up my kid. Where is my child? I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue Anne Marie. Anne Marie is the judge in Lubbock, Texas. You know Anne Marie? You know she lost her re-election, right? Mm. Yeah, she lost. That's right. This <laughs> so sad, too bad. You know? But you know what? And and, and I'm telling you, do you know a, 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 a DA can, and can indict a ham sandwich? That's right. A DA can indict a ham sandwich they want to. They can choose to indict or not to indict. It's up to the grand jury. It's up to the grand jury to do this, decide this. So when you do this stuff, people, I always say this in the license to carry handgun course. When you pull the trigger on that gun, your life is in the hands of the jury. And if you're married to a judge, you bleach your skin, you can get off. Because mm. <laughs> this case is hilarious to me. Hilarious. Because the, uh, the grand jury got it wrong in my eyes. If I remember right, there was something that happened right after this incident occurred. A bunch of records of Kyle Caruth, the uh, shooter. He wasn't a great guy. So what? He was not a great guy. He was a convicted felon. So what? He was not a great guy. But he didn't have a gun. So that that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he's a convicted felon. The fact that the guy's looking for his kid. He's supposed to pick up his kid at 315, so he says. And then... All of a sudden, Kyle goes into the house, gets a uh, rifle, comes outside, says, leave, get off my property. Clearly makes it about trespassing. You cannot shoot trespassers. And I would love to hear what evidence and what was said to the grand jury, because this has got to be the dumbest grand jury in the, in the entire state. But it's Lubbock, Texas, so it's not surprising. I went to school there. Well, I'm so sad, too bad. You went to school with a bunch of dumb people. What you saying about my all I'm alma saying, mater? All I'm saying is your alma mater is full of a bunch of dumb folks. Okay, they dumb. Okay. Dumb folks. Dumb folks. <laughs> dumb folks out there in Lubbock, Texas. 
Okay. All you folks out there love you. You're dumb. Oh, Just I'm subpoenaing every single video. I'm very yeah, do it right now. You better f use it, mother. <laughs> God damn it, I'll take it from you. Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. Warning shot. Can't do warning shots. Man. Mm. Call 911. Dead. Gone. I thought it was, I came back, like, man, this has got to be April Fool. <laughs> this game was on April the 1st. I said, this is the April Fool's joke, folks. This can't be real. They came back, Grand Jury said, no, no charges filed. He didn't do anything wrong. Justifiable shooting. Wow. Warning shot? Really? It's about trespassing? He clearly says, I told y'all to leave. I told you to leave. He clearly makes about trespassing. His mindset was trespassing. His mindset was not this person is trying to kill me. He didn't think that. That was not his thought. That's not the words that came out of his mouth. And you have a right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. So the grand jury in this case definitely got it wrong. But hey, you know, you know, it's the stuff you guys eat out of the, you know, little shrooms out there in Lubbock, Texas, out of the, <laughs> the stuff from the cows. That's all I got to say. Under the cow patties. In the cow patties. But remember that this does not change any sort of precedent. No, doesn't it's change all anything. Just a random. I'm telling you, people, don't do jury. this. You cannot shoot trespassers. So don't mm -hmm. go go home tonight and think because of this case here you can get off. Yeah. Do you have a judge for a wife? That's Probably right. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So think about what you do. Bleach your skin. You bleach your skin. Probably not. <laughs> don't don't email me. Don't call me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> don't just say it. it is what it is. <laughs> All right, just like in Austin, Texas, boy, I tell you, you need uh, parents. You talk to the talk to the kids about these little black kids coming down to Austin, Texas, and, and committing these mass shootings. It is what it is. You don't like it? It's not comfortable for you. Did I suggest you do parenting and talk to your children? Same thing, same case. Our problems here in Austin, Texas. These kids coming from clean Texas, coming from Houston, and they're all black kids, teenagers that are committing these crimes. It's to the fact that. Your door guys and your your door guys are only searching black teenagers for guns now. That's the that's the mindset that you've set, the precedent you've set for Austin, Texas. And if you don't like it, it's not comfortable for you. The truth hurts. Sorry, I call it like I see it. Yeah, I know. I'm racist. I don't like black folks. Oops. I'm talking about Lubbock, Texas. I don't like white folks. Yes, I know. I know. Michael is so you mean. like anybody? I don't like anybody. Michael no. is so mean. Michael is so cruel. He hates whites. He hates blacks. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I called it like I see it. Yes, I'm racist. Blah, 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 blah. Sounds like you just hate stupid people. I just hate dummies. Exactly. And bad juries. You just hate dumb folks. Dumb folks and bad juries. That's right. I called it like I see it. Oh, well. Don't call me. Please don't call me. Please don't email me. No messages on social media. No message on Twitter. No message on Facebook because I don't care. I'm just going to use profanity and send a message back to you. <laughs> That's all. I'll wait till I have a couple drinks and then send your message back. <laughs> That's what I love the best. <laughs> all right. And when I get home tonight, I don't want to hear about this later on in the sheets. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, my other half, you know, we, you know. We have these arguments about, you know, the radio show and the topics that I talk about. 
it makes for a great relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fiery, I bet. Fiery relationship. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of passion. A lot of passion. <laughs> Whoa. Woo-hoo. That's a lot of passion right there. <laughs> That's a lot of passion. All right. All right. So what else we got to talk about? Because I'm in so much trouble right now. <laughs> okay, speaking of trouble, let's get into more trouble. <laughs> let's go. Let's go deeper. Let's dig this hole. Alex Jones, let's talk about that. I was told oh, I shouldn't. In trouble. I know. I, sh- I was like, dude, don't talk about Alex Jones. I know. Don't talk about this. Well, Alex Jones faces hefty fines for skipping Sandy Hook disposition, uh, deposition there. So a Connecticut judge on Wednesday said InfoWars host and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones will be fined 25000 to 50000 per weekday until he appears for a deposition in a lawsuit brought by relatives of some victims of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. Uh, Jones's testimony is being sought ahead of a trial to determine how much he should pay in damages to the families for pushing a conspiracy theory that the massacre never happened. And I tell you, this is probably the one situation where Alex Jones got it wrong. But I guarantee, but I'm telling you, the majority of this, everything, the majority of things that I hear that Alex Jones talks about, he gets it right. Mm-hmm. He's dead right, spot on. So what? One, what? In one situation, he's wrong here. You know, in this is particular situation here in Sandy Hook. But everything else. He's spot on. Man, he says some stuff. It's like, wow. And you look it up, you're like, oh, my goodness. Alex, yeah, he, Alex was right. He had on this guy named uh, Wolfgang Halbig. And basically this guy, um, and he was, I can't remember exactly what kind of expert he was, but basically he just, all he had was this list of like 17 questions about this shooting that were unanswered or um, just purposely um obfuscated and a big part of this lawsuit is him giving this guy a platform basically and that's kind of how it started if i remember correctly it was a while back but this guy just had these questions about um the incident and yeah now he's in uh, a lot of trouble with fine from 25 to fifty thousand dollars per weekday that he doesn't show up for this deposition. Mm. Well, we'll see what happens. Because mm-hmm. they're serious about this. They're like, hey, you need to show up to court. Yeah. So, and like I said, you know, Alex is always, he's hes always been right in, in all the other situations. They call them conspiracy theorists. But you know what? <laughs> he's usually right. 90% of the time, Alex is right. And so this one time, it's, you know, happens to cost him. It's going to cost him a lot of money here. All right, we come back from the break. I want to talk about Fort Campbell, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Soldiers were charged after guns traced back to Chicago. That's right, all the way back to Chicago. And also, I want to talk about guns and bars, guns and bars in Austin, Texas. Texas, Austin. And, you know, I've been going back and forth to people on Twitter and, you know, on you know, Facebook and stuff like that. They're so dumb. You know, you, got so, you know what? Why do you argue with me, people? You need to learn what the Texas gun laws are. You know, get yourself a Texas gun law book, open it up, put your face in it and fall asleep because you need to learn what the laws are because guns are legal in majority of bars in Austin, Texas. This is Michael Cargill and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Peace, this is Maj Pure. You're listening to Come and Talk It Radio with Michael Cargill. 
Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right. So, man, I'll tell you that, man, that freak accident in in uh, Missouri there, that's just crazy to me. I'm telling you, I, 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 I try to stress this in the likes to carry handgun courses that you can't hide guns from kids. You have to lock guns from kids. You know, when you buy firearms, you're going to have them inside the home. You need to lock them. And as parents, as part of parenting, you need to, you know, try to be on what's going on with your children, with your kids. That's part of being a parent. That's your job. If you can't do that, then you need to be the responsible person, not have a, don't have a child. If you can't parent that child, don't have them. Because, you know, then you wind up with things like this. And honestly, I'm sorry. I just don't feel sorry for the family. I have no sympathy whatsoever. None. Zero zilch. Zach? I mean, I have sympathy for these two kids. The 12-year-old, it's like, oof, that's so young. The I'm, parents I'm needed numb. to I'm have. I'm numb. Yeah. Numb. Numb. I was talking to Erman, and basically he said that uh, if, if he was the judge and those two parents came before him. Numb. Basically, he would say, I don't need to do anything. I don't need to sentence you to anything. You're already living in hell right now. Nah, numb. They need to make an example out of him. Mm-hmm. Put him in jail. I'm numb. No sympathy. All right, so it, it's a sad situation. We're talking about two teenagers that are dead after a freak accident while playing with a gun on Instagram Live for the world to see. Mm-hmm. Thousands of people were watching this Instagram live video when they were playing with guns in a bathroom, a very small bathroom, and the young lady pulled the gun out, it had the gun in her hand with her finger on the trigger, pointed at the other teen the teenager's head, and accidentally pulled the trigger, shot him in the head, dropped him, killed him. She falls to the ground in shock picks up the gun, and accidentally shoots herself in the head. I'm curious about this Instagram account and how it had thousands of Instagram Live people watching. Mm. Yeah. Because he sells guns. He, he Well, I, I not sales, but he's promoting guns and drugs. Did you get to see the Instagram page before it was taken down? Or yes. see screenshots of it? I or? didn't get screenshots of it, but I saw you it. You saw it, though? Yes. Before it was taken down, I wish I would have got I. Uh, I'm, I'm kicking myself for not getting screenshots. So it was drugs and guns? Drugs and Kinda guns. Kind of like this Houston, or sorry, the San Antonio. Drugs and guns. Fella. It's like, hey, this is what we do. Yo, mm. this is cool. And this is what happened. F-A-F-O. Mm-hmm. F-A-F-O. If you got kids in the house, you can't hide your gun. You tell a story in the uh, firearm safety course about a child that has access to a gun because the parent doesn't think that they can reach up that high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, the dad actually makes it a habit to come home every single day, and the dad would put his gun in the cabinet above the refrigerator. And so this one particular day, the dad did this, put the gun in the cabinet above the refrigerator. He walked away. The kid saw this, waited for the dad to leave. The kid grabs a chair, pushes the chair along against the counter, climbs onto the chair, climbs onto the counter, climbs up into the refrigerator, gets into the cabinet, pulls out the gun, shoots and kills himself on accident. You can't hide guns from kids. You have to lock guns from kids. 
and you need to monitor your kids' social media platforms. You got to. You're buying them the cell phone. You're buying them the cell phone. You're giving them access to this. You have to monitor that. Set yourself up so you can monitor what's going on. Because yeah. then, you know, because this is this is what could happen when you're not being a good parent. And that's what this is. You're not being a good parent. So yeah, sad, bad too bad. parenting. So sad, too bad. Yeah. All right. So, um, also, I want to talk about the um, Fort Campbell, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. So, over in Fort Campbell, um, three Fort Campbell soldiers. Not one, not two, <laughs> but three uh, soldiers. Now let's 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 lay this story out here. So. Federal authorities issued new indictments against three Fort Campbell soldiers, adding nine new defendants in the in the connection with an illegal gun pipeline to Chicago at the firearms found at a mass shooting scene in Chicago were traced to Middle Tennessee purchases. The Nashville U.S. Attorney's Office announced this. So uh, according to the Nashville U.S. Attorney's Office, Demarcus Adams, who is 21, Jarius Brunson, 22, Brandon Miller, 22, all enlisted members of the U.S. Army Station in Clarksville faced multiple federal charges in the case. Eight of the additional defendants live, uh, I'm sorry, live in Chicago, while the ninth is from Davenport, Iowa. Guns traced to the group have been connected with multiple shooting, including multiple shootings, including a 2021 attack that left one person dead and multiple others wounded in Chicago's south side side. I'm sorry, southwest side. And two people allegedly to be part of the gun running outfit died as a result of gang violence uh, facilitated by firearms illegally moved to Chicago. Now, all three soldiers were initially arrested in May of 2021 by ATF agents and agents of the U.S. Army Criminal Investigation Division and according to the acting U.S. Attorney Mary Jane Stewart for the Mill District of Tennessee there. Uh, The new indictments were issued Wednesday. And so each soldier and the nine other men are charged with transferring a firearm to an out-of-state resident, making false statements during the purchase of a firearm, engaging in the business without a firearm license, wire fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit Title 18 offenses, according to a criminal complaint. The U.S. Attorney Office for the Northern District of Illinois will handle the initial court hearings for all defendants before they are transferred to Tennessee for future hearings. Investigation of the firearms began in March of 2021 when Chicago police responded to the mass shooting. And the shooting took place on the 2500 block of 79th Street, according to the uh, court documents there. Now, multiple firearms are, in, are recovered from the shooting scene, and five of the firearms were found to have been recently purchased from federal firearms licensed dealers in Clarksville. Further investigations, the complaint continues identifying Adams, Bronson, and Miller as the majority purchasers of these firearms. And what we're talking about here, we're talking about straw purchases. When you walk into a gun store, you buy a firearm, and then you're knowingly going to transfer that firearm to someone that is not supposed to have it, can't be take possession of it. We call that a straw purchase. You're buying a gun for someone else. You're buying a gun. You give it to someone else. 
uh, knowing that person can't take possession of it. That's a straw purchase. And that is a felony. So after the farms were purchased, Miller would provide them to people he was associated with in Chicago. And uh, investigators claimed that in the criminal complaint that a federal search warrant was executed at the Clarksville home of Miller and Adams. Uh, there are 49 empty firearm cases were discovered. Many of them matched the firearms recovered by the Chicago Police Department at the scenes of recent shootings and homicides. And the government asked the court to detain Miller pending a further detention hearing, which a magistrate judge approved. The hearing has been set for Friday. Adams and Bronson were released to the custody of their units and must remain on Fort Campbell, Kentucky, as well as avoid excessive alcohol and firearms. So, and this is crazy. It's a crazy case, you know, and, and you know, you're, you're talking about people that are young, that are not aware of what the system is and how the system works. And they're getting caught up in the system thinking that they can they're being slick and then it, get, it catches up to them. You know, they, I think they would have been fine if the guns had been used in a crime. Once the guns were recovered in a crime, there's a trace, a trace. Here's how the trace works. So there's a gun, a gun used in a crime. The law enforcement agency is going to contact the manufacturer of that firearm and say, hey, Who'd you sell this firearm to? The manufacturer's going to say, hey, I sold this firearm to this distributor. The distributor's going to say, hey, I sold this firearm to this gun store. The gun store is going to say, hey, we transferred this firearm to this individual here, and here's all the information, the 4473, the firearms transaction record for the firearm. And so they're going to go to that person and say, hey, what happened to this gun? And then that's how they find out that this person walked into a gun store, a federal firearms license dealer, they purchase a firearm and then sold it to someone in another state in Chicago from Tennessee illegally, and they committed a crime with it and is recovered. So straw purchase, felony, and they racked up the charges, and that's how it happens. Yeah. So you know, you're young, not sure how the system works. Now you know. They got learned. We come back from the break. I want to talk about guns and bars in Texas. The Danger Street in Austin, 6th Street. How do we get to this point where we are today? Let's talk about, you know, the. we talked about last week the mass shooting. We talked about how that shooting was linked to the per person that's, that committed that shooting was possibly linked to other shootings and DAs in other cities and DA in, in Austin could have stopped the mass shooting that we had in Texas, but they didn't prosecute this individual. Uh, but we're going to talk about a different aspects of it going to get into the details of the bars. Finally, a reporter gets it right. Finally, a reporter does a story on the bars. TABC talks about COVID-19 and TABC and talks about how COVID-19 COVID affects guns in bars. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. And I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, let's talk about Russia. Russia and uh, what's that country? Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs> Russia and Ukraine. Let's talk about that. What in the world, you know, honestly, I, I, I was stationed in, I was in the United States Army, 
and I was stationed in Bosnia. When I was stationed in Bosnia, I had the opportunity to actually uh, spend time with uh, a Russian military unit in Bosnia. He had a chance to, you know, go on their base and actually, you know, eat with them and stay with them, spend time with them and all that stuff. And this was back in the 90s. And I realized back then in the 90s, I was like, man, there's no way that if we ever got into a conflict with Russia, there's no way that Russia would ever defeat us. Because the one thing I noticed, you know, when I went to their military base in in Bosnia, and when they had their mealtime, Zach, they actually had to, they actually had a scale in the cafeteria with a plate on the scale. And they would weigh the food before you could take it and go sit down and eat it. It, ha- it couldn't weigh over a certain amount of you know, kilograms or pounds or whatever it was. It couldn't, couldn't weigh over a certain weight. It limited your food intake? Very limited. Very, very much so. And to so, keep you lean. Uh, or, mm-hmm. or you know, it was an issue of them, you know, their resources. And mm-hmm. so we brought their soldiers over to our base and sat down and had a meal with them. They were just in hog heaven because it was just a smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, you know, a free-for-all. They was like, oh, my God, you guys have all this food. It's like they were just in hog heaven. You know, they stuffed themselves. It was totally different when we sat down and, and ate with them and their child time. You know, and I realized at that moment in time, it's like, man, their resources are not like ours. And their morale is not like ours. So here you are. Russia is in a conflict with, what's the name of the country? Ukraine or Ukraine? Ukraine. Right. <laughs> in a conflict with Ukraine. And so, you know, and, and the Ukraine's, their, their, their morale is high. Ukraine's like, kill them all. Kill everybody. Let God sort them out. You know, but, you know, Russia, you know, like, hey, you know, the Russian soldiers are like, hey, are we, is this, you know, is this a war that, you know, we shouldn't be in? You know, their, their morale is actually pretty low on the Russian side, and that's affecting the Russian soldiers. Yeah, I saw a story about Ukrainian people feeding the Russian soldiers, and they poison their food. <laughs> that's, you got to love them. I love, I love Ukraine. You got to love it. You know, hey, hey, this is hey, – because you're, you're talking about a group of people. This is about their homeland. They're defending their homeland. What will we do if someone did that in the United States? We would do the same thing. We defend our homeland to our last dying breath. Mm-hmm. You know, so – yeah, don't come over here. <laughs> don't try it. He go get learned. Don't come over here. Don't write his letters. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Don't write his letters. Don't send troops. No phone calls. No troops. Don't jump them in. <laughs> don't fly. No missiles. Because I'm telling you now, we're coming to. We're gonna come to you. Mm-hmm. And so you know, and yeah, there's just no way I can see you know Russia you know succeeding in this in this conflict, and we're seeing that it's morale. It's a morale issue. And the fact that Russia couldn't can take over what's the name of this country? Ukraine. Ukraine could take over Ukraine in at least a week. That says a lot about Russia, who's supposed to be a superpower. Mm-hmm. You know the fact that, and keep this in mind. Do you know when the United States, you know, invaded Iraq? Do you know we did that in one hundred hours? Yeah, I thought it was like three days or something. A hundred like hours. We invaded Barely Iraq. More. Iraq in a hundred. When we invaded a country, we go in boom. Yeah, we let them know. I'm your daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, you gonna learn today. I'm your daddy now. Mm-hmm. Okay, you will you you will bow. You will bend a knee. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's what happened. But the fact that Russia could not do this, man, says a lot. They're not as big as superpower. They're, that means their equipment and the morale is not as high as the American troops. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. 
So I have no fear of Russia. Bring it. We can take on Russia. Yeah, speaking of taking on Russia, we covered a story last week about the ATF writing an open letter open to letter. Uh, force reset trigger manufacturers and owners. Yes. And now this week, um, a bunch of U.S. Uh, reps and Congress people have written a letter to the ATF basically asking them, hey, what See, is going on here? You better quit this. What did the letter say? Do you have the letter? Um, I don't have it it's uh in our notes but it was basically um they demanded that the atf turn over all of their uh their reasoning and logic for what they're trying to do all right so you have you had a bunch of members of congress on march the 11th write a letter to uh honorable merrick garland mm -hmm. who's the uh head of the um uh the uh, Department of Justice and also uh, Honorable Melvin, I'm sorry, Marvin Richardson, who's head of the ATF, uh, acting director, sorry, of the ATF, said, hey, we write to express our, our grave concern over the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, the ATF, continued pattern of enforcing secret guidance, is what they say. This secret guidance was brought to our attention by those who have received re recent threatening letters where the ATF makes blanket threats based on the recipient allegedly purchasing a pos and possessing various firearms accessories, none of which are illegal based on any statute or regulation. Uh, these letters are in addition to an internal ATF emailing, ordering seizure of various items and referring to those in possession of as defendants. And we find this pattern of secret regulation incredibly troubling. That's some serious stuff there. Mm -hmm. And that's from a bunch of members of Congress. You know, you're talking, uh, who are these people? Um, we have, and I, I don't know the names, actually. They just, they signed their name. They didn't print their names. those signatures, except yeah. for uh, Ben Sass. Yeah. Could read that one. Yeah, Ben Sass, I can see that one. I can see Chuck someone, John Barrasso. I, you know, it's hard to read these signatures. They didn't print their names. They just did their signatures. Mm -hmm. No one that I know of. I don't see anyone from Texas. Ted Cruz, I think. Is it? I believe so. I don't see it. I believe I, so. I don't see it. Unless it's that last one there at the very bottom of the bottom right, which you can't really understand. That could be it. That could be Ted. Not sure. All right, so yeah, that's it. It's troubling. And I'm glad members of Congress are bringing this to their attention that, hey, you know, you're, you know, Congress writes law is basically what they're saying. We create law as Congress, as the House of Representatives, as the, the U.S. Senate. We create law not the alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and not the Department of Justice. Mm -hmm. Your job is to interpret what we write, not to create that law. So we're saying, hey, you know, we, and we didn't create this. We didn't write this. This is not what it says in the law. You're, you're actually, you know, you know you're going way far and beyond of, of what we're, you know, what we're saying here. So uh, we'll have to, you know, stay tuned to that and see what happens there. Uh, let's go to, real quickly, let's talk about Austin, Texas. There's a video on Austin, Texas, a news story in Austin, Texas with KXAN where they're talking about guns and bars. I want you to take a look at this video real quick here, guns and bars. As the community searches for answers about how to keep guns off of 6th Street, a gun shop owner fears lax firearms regulations at bars in the entertainment district may contribute to this problem. Michael Cargill raised these concerns after four people were shot on East 6th Street around closing time earlier this month. KXA's Brianna Hollis looked throughout the TABC documents 
and she found only 11 bars on East 6th Street are required by state law to post signs prohibiting firearms. This is a 51% sign. It's the only no guns allowed sign required by Texas law to be outside of a bar. A business has to post it if it makes at least 51% of its revenue on alcohol for on-site consumption. Because of COVID-19, um, you had some bars that were able to change their liquor license from a bar 51% to a restaurant, which means when you do that, you change your, your gun status. When they become a restaurant, that means all, you know, guns are legal. According to this spreadsheet from TABC, only 11 bars on East 6th between I-35 and Congress have to post the 51% sign. This report states 35 bars on that stretch applied for a food and beverage license in 2020, classifying them as restaurants. As it doesn't change the landscape as far as, as where handguns can be allowed, it simply changes the requirements for the owners of those handguns, what they need to do before they can carry their, their, their handgun. We walked up and down this stretch. All right, so, and, and what we're saying in that story there, you know, she walks up and down 6th Street. This is a party district in Austin, Texas, where a lot of people come to Texas. You know, it's no longer kept secret there, and they come to party and go to all the different bars between Interstate 35 and Congress. And out of that section there, the majority of the bars, you know, actually, you can actually take a gun inside. So let's say, you know, the 11 bars that are in that section there who are actually 51%. It's a felony to take a gun inside those 11 bars. You cannot take any guns. You cannot take a knife over five and one half inches. But in the rest of those bars, the 35 rest of those bars in that section there of town, you can take a gun inside. So let's say I have a license to carry a handgun. I have my license. What people are forgetting, the Texas legislature passed way back in 2019. They passed a bill that said that, hey, if there's a sign posted, a 30.06 sign or a 30.07 sign, it says that, you know, you can't bring a gun inside. If you don't see the sign, you don't notice it, you can, you know, they have to tell you verbally. So if I do a good job of concealing my handgun, I can take my gun inside and they won't say anything to me. If they do say something to me, then I have to leave. But if I do a good job of concealing it, then I'm good if I have a license. Also, you forget in 2021, the Texas legislature passed a bill that said that, hey, as a license holder, you could be 0 .08 and, be in, you know, and have that amount of alcohol in your system and you can carry a gun. Got to remember these things. If you don't know the law, I suggest you take a class. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.